land and water down south to the farms. Except if we don't do something now, um, this could be the end of well, what we're looking at. We're looking at the end of our, the possible end of salmon fishing in California under this leadership. Okay, the leadership of Fish and Wildlife, Chuck Bonham, and the leadership of the governor role is to help all communities, not just the ones lining their pockets. And it's just asinine. And you know what? I got a great solution. You want to you know what a great solution is? Because no one, you know, no one in politics is coming up with it. But right now, we're still trucking over 10 million fish down to Mare Island. We know from the science that the fish that are released at the Golden Gate Bridge at Fort Baker survive at a four to six hundred percent greater rate. But we can't get fish and wildlife to get those fish moved down because we're getting pushback from the National Park Service because we they only have a a, a permit for four million fish at Fort Baker. Why not increase that to ten million fish, get a lot more fish down to Fort Baker and have the state and the federal agencies work together to get more fish down to the ocean because we're killing them up at the water pumps. Well, it's just this is just insanity going on right now with the politics and everybody saying, oh, we need to do this. Well, when you eliminate the Endangered Species Act and just keep taking water away from fish that are already in a hell of a situation, they've created this for themselves. Now, I can only imagine if this petition is turned down, the state will say, Oh, no, we don't need to list it as endangered or threatened. It's fine. No, it's not. So something's got to be done. Mike, this is a never-ending cycle. We're going to have to discuss it, obviously, for the next few weeks, and we're out of time today to do it. But, folks, if something isn't done one way or another, we're in real trouble. They have to change their water policies to suit these fisheries. The Endangered Species Act will kick in, If they decide to make this an endangered or threatened species, they don't want to do that because it's going to slow the water flows to the farmers, and they're going to be forced to hold it for the fisheries, which is what they promised almost 100 years ago when they started all of this building dams and everything along the way. We've screwed it up in California. It's a mess. Yes, the drought has caused a lot of it, but the failure of multiple agencies to work together for resolution of this is the bottom line, period. End of discussion. Mike, we'll talk again next week. Take care. Thanks, bud. We'll be right back after this. I had to soapbox that. That, of course, is my opinion on everything. And if you have a different one, you're welcome to it. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. 
Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walking. Take a break off and on, let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. It's finally back. One ticket, two huge shows. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition plus the Spring RV Show return to Cal Expo March 9th through the 12th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for water, trail, road, and more. Plus, motorcycles and AT And boaters, you'll find all of the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabouts, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, and a huge selection of fishing boats and loads of boating accessories. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. Starts March 9th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit twohugeshows.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Look at that. When I push the right buttons, everything works well. You know, I talked to a good friend of mine the other day, and he said, yeah, I've been doing this and that. And I said, well, you're on the radio show Saturday morning. You guys remember Steve Huber's guide service. Used to be my landscaper 150 years ago. He's now running one of the best operations Name's around. Name's familiar. I don't recall the face. Yeah, Steve Huber, kind Huber. of a redheaded oh, guy. I don't recall the face. Uh, Papa, I, Ro- no. Papa Roach fan, by Okay, the way. that guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we I know him. Now, him. joining us now from Steve Huber's guide service, the man himself, Steve Huber. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Hi, Steve. Well, what's it like hanging out up in Brookings and every place else that you cover nowadays? Oh, it's beautiful. You know, it was the right move and the right decision for us to do. And so, 
you know, we're, we're finishing up our steelhead season. We got through the end of March to to chase down the steelhead, and then uh, we'll take a little break and uh, get the ocean boat ready to start going out uh, rock and ling cod fishing. When so, does all rock and ling cod kick back in up there? Uh, May fifteenth this year. We got a little change in the we got a little change in the start time, um, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, you could probably ability. use the break. Yeah, we can get out of Brookings, too. So it gives us, you know, we have dual licenses there. So um, we'll do a little bit. Uh, we had a lot of stuff done to the boat this year. Uh, had new motors put on from Mercury, another fish finder, autopilot. So just more bells and whistles put on the boat. So uh, we can explore all those uh, beautiful fish out there in Crescent City. Well, let's talk about those running around in the rivers right now. Where have you been steelhead fishing? What have your uh, catch rates been? Yeah, we've been uh, up and down. You know, the rains were real heavy in, in certain parts and blew us out. And then we got really low again. And so we moved up and down. We were from the Checo Smith to the Elk and so, um, and to the Eel. And so um, right now I'm back on the Checo. We got some rain coming in, uh, pushed some new fish back into the system again. Um, you know, it's a tougher year. I mean, you know, everyone's had the luxury of having great steelhead seasons for the last couple of years. This year was work. I mean, you're playing for one or two bites, and if you, you know, get that three, then you're a superhero. So it was definitely, definitely a work year, definitely getting my work out. Well, those drought years really kind of spoiled us. It gave us good weather to go up there and target them. Now we're going up there, and it's snowstorms and everything coming down yeah, at yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, my Sean McCardo group, man, they got stuck. They couldn't make it through the 101. They had tried to go around. Um, you know, the storms were bad. I mean, you know, there's still a lot of trees down in the area. And um, and that makes it a little tougher. Weather conditions are cold and, you know, rainy. And, I mean, it's steelhead season, you know. It's just very inconsistent in the amount of rains we got, you know, to keep that system up so that the fish can move easily. So seeing some good fish come in, there's still fresh fish moving into the the system, and then we'll start to see some downers probably after this next big push. We got another big push uh, next weekend of rain, um, and that will definitely you know keep us going to the end of the month. And so, um, you know, I can't complain. You know, I still love chasing those damn things, so I'm going to keep doing it. Well, it's a fun thing to chase. There's no doubt about it. Are you doing all that in your drift boat? I am. I have a new Pavati drift boat with the doors on it. You know, to help the uh, elderly and heavier people. And, oh, hey, I'm Ken, we can get on board easily. <laughs> You're yeah, old, not fat. So, Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so the Pavati actually gives me a door in the front and a door in the back. And, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm not getting younger. So and this is just more bells and whistles. Uh, beautiful boat. Uh, dual heaters on it. It's got my pizza oven on it. Um, can't complain one single bit. Just, a, just the essentials. A, just the essentials, a pizza <laughs> oven on his drift boat. Hey, man, you got to stay warm. So, you know, we, we did uh, brats and sausages and peppers the other day, and I'm telling you, that was one of the best meals I've cooked on the boat so hey, far. when you're sitting yeah. in the snow freezing your butt off out there, you bet anything tastes good right then and there. There's no question. Yeah, anything, anything warm, man, anything warm. So, you know, we try to keep all the essentials that, that we need and uh, – and try to make it a great experience. We have one of the upper Checo permits, which is 
um, getting pretty rare. There's probably 22 left in the entire system. And so gets us up and out of the area, up in the top areas, no motors allowed. So it's back to being truly a, a drift boat season and uh, some of the most beautiful area you can fish. Well, Steve, you've got the best of all the areas out there. Some of the most beautiful stretches of California and southern Oregon that you're fishing in prime waters. The Chetco and the Smith River are two of the most famous rivers out there for big steelhead. Uh, have you heard anything big at all this year? Um, I've seen uh, a couple in the you know upper teens, you know, 17, 18 pounds have come in. Um, you know, we do a little bit different up here on the Chetco. We have a broad stock program into which um, we carry uh, special tanks and we put our wild fish into these tanks and then we truck them down and we put them in these pens and the pens take them and take them over to the Elk River. And that's how we generate our fresh fish uh, hatchery every year. And so you're not using the same hatchery fish over and over again. Every year is a different batch of fish and um, it really develops a great program to be able to, you know, take a fish and actually keep that generation going and going and going. And so um, it's one of the best programs I've seen. And a lot of the other rivers and all over have come over and done it. The MAD started to do it to to help create a better hatchery fish. And so um, it's, it's a, great, a great program, and uh, all the guys support it, and it, it really does make a difference in getting quality fish back into the river. Sounds like everybody's shaking it up, trying to figure out ways to make that exact thing happen. Well, Steve, give them all the hookup information they need, whether they want to do steelhead with you or get out on the ocean for your great rock ling and all that great action. Hook them up with the right numbers. Sure, you can reach me toll-free, 866-531-FISH, or you can check us out on the web at stevehubersguideservice.com or crossingcityfishing.com. So... Anytime, anywhere, uh, take a peek. The calendar will tell you where we're going. And I uh, hope to see everybody up in Northern California and come visit the Redwoods and the beautiful area up in Northern California. Well, I'm sure, Marilyn, I'll be heading that way soon. Just want to remind you that uh, you're heading to see Papa Roach in Portland, I believe. And remember, they came out of Vacaville, where you used to live. Uh, absolutely. They were great last night. Yeah, it was a good show last night. So, absolutely. yeah, now we're uh, Turn around and head back home today. Jordan is 25, hard to believe. We'll celebrate his birthday down in Eureka tomorrow, and then uh, Monday morning back on the water, steelhead fishing. Pound him, my friend. Pound him. Have a great day. Yes, you got a life. Have a great time, my friend. It's a pleasure talking with you again. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you. Our best to your family. You know, he's just a great guy and a great Steve's family. Steve's a great guy. Yeah, oh, he's, a, he's kids, fun. His kids are, like, perfect. <laughs> hey, we're still waiting for uh, the federal judge, Roger Benitez's decision, Sep. Uh, so we're going to uh, keep an all eye on that. we all know what his decision is going to yes, be. Yes, it is. And uh, and he's uh, making the, const- the decision on the ruling of constitutionality of several bans in California, from the assault weapons ban, mag ban, and ammo registration. So... Uh, the folks at uh, at Gun Owners of California are keeping an eye on that. But they want
want you to mark your calendars for the Great Guns Giveaway Sporting Clay Shoot, and that's at Comanche Hills Hunting Preserve. Always a great place. April the 22nd, Gun Owners Tri-Tip and Crab Feed Dinner in Citrus Heights on May the 5th, and the Prime Rib Dinner in Orville on June the 16th. So make sure you're signed up and supporting them at one of these events. Winner number 9, the 2023 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle. Ticket number 581, Scott Jones of Colfax. Scott, you've won a Henry Model H01S single action rifle in 243 Winchester. And they're going to be giving you a call and getting you uh, all the proper paperwork done uh, at either Shooter's Pro Shop in Roseville or Guns Fishing and other stuff in Vacaville. Support gun owners of California. There's only a few tickets left. You can still get involved. Give them a call at 916-984-1400. Gun owners of California, their 48th year of fighting for your gun rights. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week live. That's right, live from the... Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show in Orange County. He's been down there autographing hats, kissing babies. And doing it's more, I'm day. sure. The man himself, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, and our own senior tuna. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Steph. I got a little case of show, show voice going, so I apologize. <laughs> That's the but way yeah. it runs at shows, my friend. That's just You what guys happens. ready for the big day today down there? Oh man, yeah, no, no, no uh, signing hats, but it's been embarrassing how many selfies uh, I, I've been taking with people. So, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to be showing up online, but hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully I didn't have anything, you know, on my in my nose or something when when those photos get published. <laughs> well, Steve, but, but, you're you're at one of the shows that everybody uh, obviously wants to flock to. Everybody wants to go fishing and do things. 
and you've got a big one going on down there right now, bigger than usual. Yeah, yeah, the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show uh, in Orange County, at the Orange County Fairgrounds. You know, for a long time, it was just kind of a little local show, and then uh, in one building at a pretty large fairground, and then last year they expanded to three buildings and uh, and really did well. A lot of people showed up. Somebody said, I don't know who it was, we should invite, and it was, by the way, a saltwater fishing show. That's what it was. So you guys were somebody, trying to upgrade it. Yeah, somebody said we should invite the freshwater fishermen. And I voted against it, but, uh, but I was over. I, I, I was overruled, and now they're everywhere. They're all over the show. Well, and uh, believe it or not, tuna, there is water that doesn't taste salty in the world. I, I don't believe it. They even have a trout pond for the kids. Oh my goodness, they're <laughs> dropping right down there, aren't they? I believe it's sponsored by yeah. Pure Fishing as well. It is. It is, and. Um, yeah, the, I mean the the local um, to the local news uh, news media, you know the you know the Good Morning whatever that, that's on. They like never seen it. The, the local news guy was like completely fascinated. They had to bring in a couple of four year olds to show him how to do it. Um, <laughs> but um, but seriously, every anybody who's anybody, I can't believe. Just I mean, I got a pretty good booth location, so I'm kind of you know in the in the walk flow. The number of Basically, legendary Hall of Fame, world famous anglers, saltwater anglers. I don't know what's going on or where the bass people are. I don't really even care. But, but right. I mean, they're just walking around, just like you know, like anybody. It's it's insane. Hey, you're killing Fong in here. Alan's, <laughs> yes, in, Alan's in the studio. He's about <laughs> falling off his seat. So, but um, yeah, I mean. I'm not sure if you even know who all these people are, but like Mike the Beak Hurt, who basically is a uh, a captain in Cabo San Lucas, that's won the Bisbee Tournament. And uh, uh, trust me, everybody that fishes tournaments, even freshwater bass tournaments, they know what the Bisbee is. Yes, you it's know, uh, multi, multi-dollar tournaments. He He's won it more than any other captain in history. And he was just wandering around. Don't they win like more than a million dollars in that thing too? Well, I think last year was seven million, but uh, <laughs> but it varies from year to hey, year. Hey Brown, there's you something to go chase <laughs> yeah, instead of those little green it. bass of yours. How many how so, many places pay seven million? The boats at a pretty bass pricey turn. there, Seth. The boats are a lot more yeah. expensive. <laughs> the boats are really expensive. Yeah. yeah, he is exactly correct. And and just you know, and guys from Cabo, you know that that never even come to the United States except for except for this. And uh, it was just, you know, a great, great new tackle. You know, of course, Penn's a little kind of lucky in that we've got uh, the authority spinning reels on display uh, that won the best new saltwater reel at the ICAST show last year. And the Europeans are quite a bit different. So usually their show is different, but the, but the reel also won best new product at the European tackle show. So we've got that. We've got the new Fathom. Well, that's the Fathom wheel. is something I wanted to talk about. That's the one where you just showed us the Fathom of the thirty rig on your video you sent me. Correct? Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you see. I'm glad you at least look at the things I send you. Hey, not only <laughs> we look at it, I sent it to Maryland. It'll be posted up on the internet this morning, right after you talk about it here on the show. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that reel is. You know, it's a little bit more regional to us. 
Um, you know, the world loves that authority spinning reel. Uh, but but for California tuna anglers, whether you're catching 15 pounders or 400, well maybe not 400, maybe 315 pounders, um, there, there there's a fathom size reel. Uh, plus, finally, uh, uh, now James Smith is not here, but his brother Chris is with a booth, and uh, the popularity of slow pitch jigging, which I've been pushing for a few years. Suddenly, it's catching on, and the smaller fathoms are absolutely perfect for that. And the, the deal, you know, the retailers that are here, and there's like seven of them, um, they're literally having to go back to their warehouse every day after the show to get more product. So um, the, those fathoms are just flying out. Steve, has the uh, presence of the tuna so close to shore and all the attention that it got last year, has it promoted even more of this or more people getting involved? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is, is you know, back in the days when you know when we caught albacore, and they, you know, it was fun, but they were like eighteen pounds. You know, I mean, it was a nice fish, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like the the greatest thing that you ever did. And now that you know, with the bluefin, where they average forty to sixty pounds, and I I actually did a seminar the other day where, and it was just like uh, the public was in front of us. You know, we had, you know, the usual group of, uh, you know, I don't know, 50, 60 people. And I said, how many people caught a bluefin tuna? They all raised their hand. There you go. How many, pe- <laughs> how many people have caught a 100-pound bluefin tuna? And at least 75% of them raised their hand. That is just crazy. Now, they love doing that fishery, and they live right there on it, like someone else I know that hangs out a lot down there. That's right. Well, where I live, it's mainly surf perch. You have to get on a boat and go a little further out. But, but, um, and then it's, of course, I think we reported this a couple of years ago, the kid that was literally 50 yards offshore from, from where I live and was, was uh, bitten by a great white shark. He did survive. So, um, yeah, a lot happens. Well, I don't know that I'd be swimming anywhere that a great white shark would be hanging out. And I, I saw another one of those, uh, drive-bys on a, uh, kayak the other day when the fish the great white was about 20 feet long so uh homie don't do that no more i look like that one big fat swim bait on the back of the alabama rig with a little bit longer wire that's right exactly (laughs) well yeah now that you mentioned it also this is usually the only mainland stop for the hawaiian anglers so there's a lot of hawaiians kind of cruising around um that if you're familiar with that fishery you're like oh that guy caught a thousand pounder last week yeah, well, <laughs> nothing to it. Well, you got them all in your own backyard right there, Steve. You own them at the Orange County Fairgrounds. You've got another seminar coming up, what, today or tomorrow? Tomorrow tomorrow at 2 o'clock, I'm on stage with the great and legendary Captain Art Taylor of The Searcher. Um, we're kind of like, uh, you know, Abbott and Costello. He's a straight man, and I'm the comic relief. Uh, we're a great team up on stage. The people, uh, I think the people really enjoy it. They They always say they do, so. If they get something out of it, that's what that's what matters. Well, Steve, somebody gets something out of your seminars every single time you do it, whether you're at the International Sportsman's Expo or one of your shows down there. And we always appreciate you sharing with our listeners so that they can take something home with them too. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us today. Have a great time down there at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, and we look forward to hearing more next week from you, my friend. Thanks, Seth. All right, you take care. He's having some fun out He's there. He's in no his doubt. element, man. Hey, you know, our next guest, Alan Fong knows our next guest, doesn't he? Yeah. Alan Fong yeah, knows he's everybody. Our, 
manager over at the Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse now. And we were kind of talking between the breaks here. You guys are com- very complimentary about his fishing skills. Are yes, you? the guy, he's one of them naturals. So, you know, he's he can a, catch anything. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he's really good. Well, yeah. we're talking about the manager at the right. Sacramento store right now. His name is Austin Wilson, and he joins us right now. He was on Kent's show last week or the week before. Week before, last. and he was leading the uh, the Apex tournament out at Folsom Sep, and uh, and that's just it. He hadn't bass fished in two months, and went out there and was leading the tournament at Folsom. So. Well, joining us now is the man himself, the manager of the Sacramento store, Austin Wilson. Good morning, Austin. Oh, good morning, Seth. How's it going? Uh, we're just beating you up in here between the breaks and uh, talking about you and. All the abilities that you have, these guys are pretty high on you. It's like you got your hands in the water. I'm not saying he's not a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's just a heck of a fisherman, Seth. Well, Austin, you've been out chasing fish in a couple of different places. First of all, let's talk about the American River steelhead action that you got into. What's going on there? No, it's it's going pretty good. I'm actually doing that today instead of striper fishing. You know, the steelhead's been off, on, honestly really good this year. Um, you know, last weekend I had a bunch of takedowns. I caught a couple fish, uh, and then I went out on Tuesday and, you know, had a bunch of takedowns. Didn't land any, but we had our opportunities. And then hopefully today, you know, we've had some rain, so I'm hoping that brings some fresh, clean fish up the river and uh, we can get some, you know, some nice dime-bright fish in the boat. Well, our American River fish are always the latest ones, the last ones to come running up the systems, and I've seen some pretty impressive fish come out of that area over the last 20, 30 years. What are you seeing showing up now for size? Uh, it's mostly the Eel River strain. So you have anywhere from, like, your six to, like, eight, nine-pounders. We're having a lot of those fish. Um, and then we have a lot of, I don't know if they're the Coleman hatchery, that, that two to four-pounders as well, uh, just footballs. Um, you know, I actually went up to the hatchery on opening day and I was talking to the, the hatchery and I was like, what's the biggest fish you've seen come through here steelhead wise? And they said the big, they had one last year that was 24 pounds. Yeah. I was going to say, I've seen them 18, 19, maybe 20 pounds laying yep. on the side of the river that guys have already caught. And I just think, yep. why, why yep, that, that fish that, would have spawned and gone right back down to the ocean and come back yeah. next year and done it again. Yep. Yeah. That's actually my personal best here on the, on the Americans, 18 pounds. Got a few 15s and and whatnot, but yeah, I'm I'm all, all catch and release. You know, I barely keep any fish. You know, I just like take a picture and let them go and let them, you know spawn and do their thing. Yeah, I hate them too. I don't like to eat them at all. They taste fishy to me. <laughs> uh, I just like because they're fish. Is that the reason they <laughs> yep. taste that way? Well, what technique are you using, and what seems to be the best offering you're tossing for them on the American? So right now we've been back bouncing uh, maglips, your 3.5s and 3.0s. Um, Colors-wise, we're using Dr. Death is probably the number one color. Uh, when the water was kind of stained, uh, we were using all chrome. You'd think, you, you know, the all chrome wouldn't work as well, but it was out fishing everything else for us. Um, but since the water's cleared up, that Dr. Death color has been doing pretty good, which is a, it's a black bill and then the whole body's pink. Uh, it's been our best color. Another technique a lot of guys are using, I was using early in the year, was a, a B&R Softie uh, 10 mil and just floating underneath the float, you know, four or five foot liter, just drifting down in the, some of these eddy seams and some of these areas where these fish are pulling up and, and hold, holding for them, you know, get ready to spawn. Not spawning because I'm not targeting spawning fish, but, you know, I let those fish do their thing and and because uh, I want them to spawn successfully. Yeah, they pretty well got us blocked out of the good spawning areas up there. They yeah. close everything down where it starts getting intense up there. And right. I've got photos and videos that people have sent me of the salmon as well as the steelhead spawning up there. And it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. There's some beautiful yeah. fish in the system, no question yeah. about it. 
Yes. Well, what are you hearing on Stripers? What's coming into the shop? What are they telling you? What kind of lies are you hearing? <laughs> so I heard uh, the sack is producing some fish um, up in like Corning, Redding area. And then, uh, you know, I heard down in Rio Vista, some guys coming in and absolutely catching a bunch of fish down in Rio Vista. So um, I'm actually going to, I know I'm still fishing today, but I'm, I got some A-rigs, got some big light bait, and I'm going to try to catch one or two today on the American. It is a little early. Um, but I have caught them in March in the past, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we run into a couple. Oh, so, I have uh, a feeling there'll be a few thousand of them moving around trying to intercept baits here pretty quick. Yep, yep. Well, Rick, Ricky Acosta was uh, doing a seminar at your place on Thursday night. He had a pretty good day fishing tom- yesterday, and I'll be yep. talking to him later on in the show. But uh, you got a lot of other things going on. Who's the next seminar speaker coming up? Isn't it uh, Gary Dobbins? Yes, we have Gary Dobbins next week. So um, next Thursday from six to eight o'clock, you know he's going to come. He's coming in the store and he's going to talk about his rods. Um, I'm sure he'll talk about you know bass fishing. And I know he's a big crappie guy. He loves crappie fishing, so he might talk about crappie. But I know for sure he's going to be talking about his rods. He might talk he's about In and Out Burger. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Best fries around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, Austin, I know that a lot of the customers are uh, anxious to get onto the stripers, and uh, they're probably coming in buying everything in the world. What is the number one thing that they're picking up for striper fishing right now? A lot of guys are, are trolling. You know, the guys are throwing the uh, the P line. I think it's called laser eyes, um, and then a lot of guys are throwing a rigs, Alabama rigs, and your soft swim bait. So a half ounce uh, jig head with just a white swim bait is pretty ideal. You know, when the water's kind of dirty, you know, a rig. But you guys in the boats trolling is that. Uh, that P-line, that laser. I believe it's called the laser eye. And then they're rigging it up with a uh, Zoom trick worm in white on yeah. the back hook. Hey, Austin, how are you doing? How's it going, Alan? <laughs> yeah, they're uh, um, starting to show up pretty good down there. I had a couple of guys that came in the store the other day told me that they're starting to pick up quite a few of them out there. So, you know, I'll be starting to head out to Liberty and check it out here pretty quick. The guys that we're talking to you, are they the kind of guys that just brag to everybody? Or is no, this that these... private source information? <laughs> no, you they'll slit your wrist if you no, mention names or spots. They, they talk, they kind of stutter, so they don't. They really didn't want to say anything to me, but they didn't want to lie to me. <laughs> but you had something on them, so <laughs> yeah, they talked. Yeah, yeah they, they, don't, I, I don't, they don't want to lie to me. <laughs> no. Well, well, Austin, we're going to be using you as a pretty much a routine guest to have here on the show to talk mm-hmm. to people about some of the things that you've heard in the store as well as your prowess out there fishing. It's nice to talk with you, and yeah. it's nice to know that we can keep all the listeners informed about what's happening at the stores out there as far as seminars and everything else. Any big sales or promos coming up right now? You know, we don't have any, any big sales or promos coming up. I know it is springtime uh, coming up, so... Who knows? So something might be coming up. I just haven't heard anything yet. But, uh, you know, so just stay stay tuned into our social media. Fisherman's Warehouse has your Facebook and Instagram. And uh, Julian is the is the uh, the guy that posts on there. And just keep, you know, if you follow along. They've got a lot of stuff coming out. They're really starting to inform and communicate. And that's absolutely great stuff. It's what it, we all need. You're working hard with YouTube channels. You're doing it all right now and that's exactly what we need as much presence out there as possible no question about it austin wilson the manager at the sacramento fisherman's warehouse stop in and pick what's left of his brain because alan hasn't got enough left to share with everybody (laughs) anymore too old getting too old he's taking my place well that's the way it all works austin thank you so much for sharing with our listeners today good luck with your steelhead fishing out there today my friend yep no problem all right take care Have, have a good one
All right, he's a good guy. I'm, yeah, he is. And he's, a good communicator, and he's excited about yeah, he's, fishing. He's very, he's very knowledgeable about fishing. This guy is like one of these naturals. So, and he's a young kid. Yeah. Well, How compared old? to us, <laughs> <laughs> compared to us, fifty-year-olds are young. Yeah. Yeah, he might be thirty. Everybody in here got gray hair. That's Even right. Even you can't. Hey, don't make <laughs> me bring that. Don't make me post that picture on the website. Alan's afro. Nah, jet black, Seth. <laughs> yeah, right. Jet well, black hair. He's jet white now. Don't let him kid you. If hey, I have, it's time for get a clue. Where's Marilyn when you need her? If I have to grab that photo. <laughs> get a clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Turkey time coming up soon, March 25th to be exact. Remember, you can use only non-leaded ammunition on public and private land, except clubs, on national forests and CDFW lands. This includes private landowners, too. So, turkey rounds are expensive, like around $15 a box. Hopefully you've patterned your gun and can make sure your shots count. Or maybe it's time to get into archery. Will hunters continue to participate in this fun sport and hunt these birds? Hopefully they will. If you think we're overrun with turkeys now, well, let's just wait and see. Get a clue. One bearded turkey per day, three per season, based on scientific research, of course. Hey, take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
It's finally back. One ticket, two huge shows. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show return to Cal Expo March 9th through the 12th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for water, trail, road, and more. Plus, motorcycles and ATVs, too. And boaters, you'll find all of the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabouts, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, and a huge selection of fishing boats and loads of boating accessories. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. Starts March 9th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit twohugeshows.com. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Well, springtime's a-coming. And we're going to have a little bit of fun. Um, I've been talking to some guys, and there have been some excellent pig hunts going on. And they expect it's only going to get better from now through April, possibly late May, before it starts getting warm. And so they're hope, hoping to have a great season. I've seen some really nice pigs shot. And one of them came off our ranch. We had some neighbors ask if they can go. They went out there, and they got a really nice pig out there. Also... Our favorite set is the chippers, the squeakers that are coming up, and I'm going to get ready to organize a trip up here. I think I'm going to go try go up there in April, maybe May, and see if we can't shoot some up there. That'll be fun. That's up in Northern California, up out of Alturas and Eagle Lake area. So take a look at that and see how it goes. And what else we got? Oh, halibut's going to start running here real shortly in the bay. And we've already got all the halibut rigs and stuff in. And matter of fact, our crew is going to go out on the boat and with Steve Mitchell and have a good time fishing for those. Well, that's about all this morning. But for all your turkey needs, your pig needs, and anything else you can think of, your squeaker needs, come on down to the store. We got it here. We've got guns in stock and more coming. Ammo is starting to ease up a lot, so we got a bunch of that here. And well, we always have all the fishing gear that you need. So come on down to the store. And I'll see you there. Take care. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. And be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. 
So what are you doing next week? Uh, not what you're doing. <laughs> not what I'm doing. No, not, well, probably not. Well, you're at another boat show. I'm gonna I am, a... but this one I get to at least stay home at, Sep. It's a Sacramento boat show, off-road exposition, coming to Cal Expo, and it's always fun. It's, uh, no it's planes, everything. No trains, or automobiles. No, it's one. everything, though, man. It's fishing boats, ski boats, wakeboard boats, trailers, pontoons, personal watercraft, ATV side-by-sides everything and i know uh i don't know how long it's going to take uh towing boats tomorrow for gone fish and marine but you know it's he's take, bringing a ton he's bringing a full marina full down sep i mean he's going to bring it all and karina's business right next yeah right us. on power sports will be there as well and she'll uh, have everything from uh, bombardier there I yeah she'll sure. have she'll have all that stuff on display but uh sacramento boat show spring rv show always fun uh the night through the 12th and you guys can uh, stop by there's discount tickets at gone fish and marine and uh, while you're down there, you can get pre-qualified, so you know how much you can spend on a boat. Uh, you can get your, uh, you can get an idea on what your uh, trade-in might be worth. So uh, start the process now before you get there on Thursday. But a lot of great boat show specials, a lot of stuff going on. So. Got to be talking boats. And Blanton oh. sent me photos of my new boat in right. the in the bay, all set to be rigged and everything. Well, they're probably rigging it, but oh, uh, they got a sports show ahead of them. They're going to have a bunch of sales after that. Hey, kids under twelve are free. Active military with a military ID are free. Uh, uniformed fire and law enforcement are free, uh, so it's a great opportunity. It starts Thursday at 11, uh, and it goes until 8 every night except for Sunday. You know, they don't concentrate on fishing like they do. No, the no, no. This is sportsman. a true boat show. You get everything. You get great family boats. You mm-hmm. get things that are multiple-use boats where you can bass fish, you can water ski, yep. you can trout fish, you can do everything out of one big boat. Big pontoon boat show, Big, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. And so. they bring in some big, beautiful boats, too. Oh, yeah, a lot of big tow boats. I mean, there's definitely a big crowd of the towboat folks the ones uh, that i don't understand are the hundred and fifty thousand dollars stereos that are mounted on some boats. well one hundred fifty thousand dollars for those boats are the entry level ones set, yes just so you understand yes that's so. all i could look at yeah no that's the entry level boats but some great tow boats there and i know mark will have some of that stuff as well um so uh he'll uh he'll have some of those a lot of accessories lot of for everything uh-huh. in the skiing and outdoors yeah, all the way to all the way water. lining the walls of the building man are accessory booths and uh, options, a lot of great show specials, extended warranties, special financing. Um, so anyway, Sacramento Boat Show coming March 9th through the 12th. They've been hearing our, the ads on the show, but uh, come on down, bring a trailer hitch, we'll fill it up. Well, you know, Kent, I think I'm going to pass. No, I'll be down there undoubtedly for a few minutes. Yeah. I've got a little situation i got to take care of Friday. Marilyn's going to be uh, visiting Kaiser for a couple hours just for a quickie, and then I'm going to probably we check her in. We leave her there for <laughs> permanently. A while. Yeah, right. Yeah, and she's not listening. They finally found out better. she's crazy. Oh, she's listening now. Watch out! They finally found out we've made her crazy. So I'll be going to- <laughs> after so all these years. Always the possibility that I can be here Saturday. Morning. And you know, speaking of rainy shows, I think it was the show that you and I met uh, is going on this weekend too. If you're Anderson. in the North Valley, the Anderson Sport uh, NorCal Sports Show going on up there. So. Uh, I know our buddies. Those of you up in the North State, it's yeah. a good, fun place to go for. If a it's of raining, of- you can sneak in the halls, and uh, we've uh, we we should we should probably do that again someday soon. So. Well, we've done it a few times yeah. in the past. We were there not too many years ago. I, I can't. You even were think there, of, I think, Ron, the year Ron Gillis sold it. I yeah, remember. yeah. I was. Uh, I I haven't been back in a few years, but uh, if my travel schedule wasn't so stupid, I've got a couple of boat dealers I should probably be up there with today, but. I, I've got to stop eventually. <laughs> well, 24 hours straight. I, I don't see any point in working any further than that. Right, right. Let's hook up with our next guest right now who had an absolutely great day on the water catching sturgeon yesterday out in the Delta from Feed and Frenzy Guide Service. Captain Ricky Acosta joins us live. Good morning, Rick. 
Good morning, Seth. How you doing? Uh, better than that. How are you doing this morning after a great day on the water yesterday? Send me all those photos of big fish. You know, I uh, we we have six guys on the boat today for a bachelor party, and the lucky man, uh, he just threw a 47-inch slot in the boat, and uh, we've been anchored up for, I don't know, no more than 15 minutes, honestly, so... They're biting again today. We'll see what the rest of the day has, but we're off to a good start. Well, tell our listeners what yesterday ended up, because that was an impressive batch of fish. Yeah, yesterday we fished uh, the incoming tide for four hours, and we finished with eight fish, four keepers, two overdies, and two shakers. We ended up losing another one, but double hookup, triple hookup. We actually had two doubles, um, so the fish were biting good. I mean, it's, it's what we've been waiting for, that spring bite is finally here and i'm looking at my graph and it's showing 46 degrees flat right now so even with the cold water these fish are hungry and and they're showing it oh they can only go so long without eating so if it even gets close they're probably going to be bellying up to the bar to get a little bit of snack well ricky what seems to be your top offerings out there is it all salmon roe and uh, eel yeah 100 percent. so i'm running uh six rods with roe right now and two rods with eel and that fish just came on salmon row, and it 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 swallowed it. It hooked itself. It, it's blowing pretty good out here right now, which makes it hard to see a sturgeon bite if you guys are familiar with yeah, how the, they bite. The classic uh, sturgeon <laughs> pump. Hey, Ricky, um, Nate, come back in the store before we close. He goes, oh, man, I had a fantastic day out there. And he goes, I think we were the top boat. So it looks like you uh, yeah. were on them fish. We uh we we had we had a good day. Uh, everyone that comes out of Pittsburgh Marina, you know, all these captains, everyone's yeah. capable of having a good day like that. And the ball was just in my court, I guess. I don't know. The fish liked what we had to offer. Yeah, sometimes it like it's like that. Well, Ricky called me up with some absolutely spectacular information on this. He told me that the new Mecca Mexican restaurant is still open on the corner (laughs) before you get to there. (laughs) So, Ricky, I'll come out there and see you one of these days when you're coming off. I'll be the guy just finishing lunch at the Mexican restaurant around the corner. That's perfect. Uh, You say they have good chilaquillas, so uh, order me a plate and we'll sit down and have lunch and talk fishing. Hey, baby, this this (laughs) is not chilaquillas that goes on a plate. you got to have a bowl for this chilaquillas. It is spectacular. It's the best I've ever eaten in my life. Always has been. Old Guillermo out there, I'm sure he's no longer with us. I walked out of the booth three minutes. And and we're talking about food already. (laughs) sakes. Well, I'll tell you, tell you what, it's a great place to stop off if you're heading that way. And if you're going with Ricky, you should absolutely make sure it's a stop along your way. Ricky, are you fishing shallow or deep right now? Or are you hanging out in the mid-range? Because I hear a lot of the guys are hanging out in the 25 to 35s right now. Yeah, 100%. The, uh, the tides are getting a little bit smaller this week. And uh, I'm sitting in 30 feet even. So 30 foot and uh, we're on an outgoing tide. So probably about 10 this morning. And with the wind, I imagine we won't really straighten out till 1030. So what we have right now, this 47-incher, it's a, uh, it's a bonus fish. I, I plan on doing really good on this incoming tide. So we'll see what the rest of the day has in store. But 30-foot and uh, salmon eggs, that's what you guys want to have, or some eel, 100%. Well, Feed and Frenzy Guide Service can get you out there and get you on the fish. They've obviously had a couple of great days lately, and they are going to do nothing except get better because sturgeon action is going to be popping all over. Ricky, give them all the hookup information they need so they can find out more about what you offer, about your equipment, and about booking a trip. Yeah, you guys can reach me at 916 214 5074 
Facebook and Instagram at Feeding Frenzy Sport Fishing or online at FeedingFrenzySportFishing.com. All right, Ricky, get back out there, take care of those clients, and have an absolutely great day on the water. Congratulations on yesterday's catch, too. Thank you, Seth. You and Alan, take care. Good luck. All right. Do you have a bye-bye. All right. He's gonna have some fun out there. You know, we've been talking so much about salmon, so much about the lack of salmon, so much about the possibilities of canceling the salmon season coming up. There's loats already out on on the commercial aspects of it that we may not have a season. I'm sure they'll be voting on this or making decisions on it. It is not looking good. And uh, what they're basically asking for now is let's close salmon season and then let's also have some financial support for those businesses and whatever related to it. Folks, it's time we did something serious about salmon. They've been A petition has been filed to list them as endangered or threatened for the fall-run fish. The government is making it easier for water to go down and to ignore the Endangered Species Act. This is going to force some kind of action. It's either going to force the results to come out, oh, they aren't as bad as they say they are, or they're going to find out that they're in a corner and have to do something to save it because they're federally mandated through the Endangered Species Act if it does get listed. If they don't list it, they're incompetent. If they do list it, it's going to change farming and fishing, one for the good and one for the worse is my guess. Our next guest coming up right now knows probably a whole lot more about this than I do. The editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Seth. This, uh, just What would you like to talk about this morning? Jeez, I don't even know anymore, Dave. It's just that uh, so much as a result of the drought, and I have to say, lack of management by multiple agencies in getting our fish down the system and protected while they're spawning. It's kind of amazing to me that our political method in California is just to ignore the fish, ignore the habitat, and ignore what's going on. You know, Seth, you've been in this for a long, long time. Uh, I, I, to a lesser degree, but, you know, my family is, uh, we're commercial salmon fishermen in the Delta. I heard the stories of what the abundance was back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And I think that we're really at a tipping point with so many species right now. You think about it. You know, uh, we, we, the salmon situation is dire. And this is where the general public can make a difference. It's the only thing we can do. The only thing politicians pay attention to is money from their donors or votes. And as, as people, we need to get together. There's a petition now on waterforfish.org. I'm really going to encourage everybody to sign that petition, sign all of the petitions that come across, because the votes are what are going to turn people's heads you know we know that the money is not there from the fishing community we know that the large agricultural uh, that uh, that use 80 percent of the water to export 80 percent of the almonds that are grown in the state to china and asia and western europe uh, for the profits we know that those donations to politicians are incredible but they can't get our votes and that's where we have to step up I do really think that we the dominoes are falling because if the salmon go then we, and it looks like the season will be closed, then what's going to happen to the, the, the halibut that are in the bay? You know, every boat is going to be – when one species goes down, the pressure on the rest of the species goes incredible. And that's what is concerning to me. 
you know, we're already in a situation where we're really going to be looking at some regulation changes in sturgeon. You know, we're looking at a slot limit for striped bass. This is a very crucial time for all of us. I don't think we've ever experienced anything like this. I don't think so either. And it's like so many people are just ignoring or turning a blind eye to the whole situation, hoping it'll go away. The only thing that's going away are our king salmon. And at the right rate that they're going, they're going to go a lot faster. I think Mother Nature will always make sure there's a few swimming around for us. So hopefully it could be reestablished. But if they don't do something about water temperatures during specific times of the year, retention of water, and they say, oh, we're going to be able to hopefully retain some more water by not letting it out, that's all crap. They're just going to sell more water downstream. That's just the way it works. And then the fish will be considered last, just like they have been, like there's a nuisance in our way. Feinstein's been all over the stripers forever. She's wanted them gone out of the Delta. Hope I, I was going to say something like, hopefully she'll be gone before they are, but uh, I'm not that bad of a guy. Yeah, maybe I am. But I really feel that uh, the politicians have just turned their back on the natural resources of the fisheries in California, and they ought to do something, or we're going to start to vote them out. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how mad we have to get. But this is an untenable situation, and there doesn't seem to be any direction in management from anybody on how to improve these fisheries that are so valuable of a resource for California. There's no question about that. And I do think, you know, if you listen to the emotion of the people that called in on that public session on Wednesday, I mean, you're talking about their livelihoods, something that's been in their families for a long period of time. You could just hear it in their voices. To be able to say, close it you know when you know that that's that's their livelihood that's how passionate they are about saving this fishery and uh it's you know it's a matter of us pulling together because this this is it this is the tipping point in my opinion you know if we lose the fall run salmon we pretty much have lost it we've already lost the winter run and the spring run those are already threatened and endangered if you just look at the history of the state, the San Joaquin had an incredible run. You know, here there are people alive that can talk about pitchforking salmon on the San Joaquin River by Fresno at one time in their livelihoods. And here we are, that run is completely devastated. Just look at what's happened to the coastal steelhead. History tells us what's going to happen if we don't change. No hey, 1999, you know, we were in a, another one of these situations and things didn't get any better. We're up against the wall with all of this, folks. If we don't see some changes in management practices, not only by the Department of Fish and Wildlife, but all the water districts, the water control boards, everybody that's out there, starting with the leadership of our governor, senators, and state assemblymen. Guys, it's time to wake up because the fishermen are going to be awake here real soon. There's no doubt about it. We're going to be raising hell. I have a sneaking suspicion. Dave, I know that I always seem to talk to you about something negative at the end of the show, but we're awfully good at it. No, it's it's important. But if you want to go fishing now, hit all those low elevation, uh, mother load lakes. Uh, we got a kokanee derby coming up at Bullard's Bar. There are some things happening, but unfortunately, we're getting to be a put and take. Absolutely, and hope hopefully it won't be a put-and-take fishery forever. We can get back to real McCoy. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, thanks for joining us today. And I want to thank all you listeners for being with us, too. Till then, next week, this is Seb. Tidelines, everybody.
The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, March 4th, and we're going to have some fun today. we got a great show going, great rains coming down, lakes getting filled, rivers running solid, everything from steelhead to sturgeon. We're going to cover it all today and a whole lot of stuff in between. Not a lot of guys going out because of all the weird weather and everything that we're experiencing, but we've got great information for you and guys are catching that are going. We're going to be checking in with my good friend Jim Seichow. He's got a great uh, YouTube channel called Fishing Attic. He's been up at Clear Lake just pounding two and a half and three pound crappie. We're going to go live with him and talk and share some of the techniques and how he finds these big schools of big fish at Clear Lake, Berryessa, the Delta, and all over Northern California. David Martin from Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels hooks up with us to talk about what happens after they shoot all the birds this year. That's right. They'll be shutting down pretty soon here in the month of March, near the end of the month. And then it's sporting clays and everything else at Olive Hills Kennels and Quail Point Hunt Club has to offer. And it's shooting year round out there. Alan Fong from Alan Fong Outdoors joins us live in the studio this morning. He's got some great stuff to share with you. And here's a voice out of the past for you, or name out of the past. Steve Huber, Steve Huber's Guide Service. He's going to be hooking up with us. He's been steelhead fishing the Checo, the Eel, and the Smith now that he lives up way up there by the Oregon border. And Steve Carson is live at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. He'll hook up with us with a lot of those other guys that do nothing but long and short-range fishing. Austin Wilson hooks up with us from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores, letting us know what's hot and where he's been fishing lately. He's been doing steelhead and stripers. We'll check in on the facts on that with him. And Ricky Acosta from Feeding Frenzy had a great day in the Delta catching sturgeon. We'll talk to him live on the water this morning. He's out there chasing them. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with it. But live here in the studio with me this morning is Kent Brown, who had... <laughs> you use live loosely. He That's all a, I can tell he you. He had an entire week off, absolutely uh-huh. relaxing at the uh-huh. fancy hotels and yeah. rental cars and such. Planes, trains, and automobiles, buddy. And I can only think of that one moment where they both wake up in the same bed and he said, that's not my whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly right. No, I did. You know, right after the show last week. um, You walked out early. I actually left early last week and uh, and split, went straight to the airport and uh, hopped on a plane and flew back to Springfield, Missouri. So I call him like Thursday and say, hey, y'all back now? Uh-huh. All back? No, no. Uh, um, so I was back there all week long, Seth, actually filming some uh, some training videos for uh, for our dealers and and uh, on s- several of our boats, a couple of Tritons, a couple of Rangers, a couple of pontoon boats. But we went in studio, did some training videos, and uh, and just talked about the features of the boats and just trying to help our salesmen. Now that COVID's over, they're going to have to learn how to sell a boat now. Oh, they're going to have to go out and actually meet <laughs> yeah. with the people in the field. Right? Yeah, they don't just need a Rolodex full of names of people who will buy it if it shows up. And um, So we've jumped in uh, to do some training videos. I will tell you, it was uh, 
uh, you know, was in the middle of doing a training video for one of the Ranger boats. And, uh, you know, I was in, in our big studio that we have back there and it's, it's dark in a big warehouse, but it's super lit and the boats look great. And we're, you know, doing the yada, yada deal about the boat and everything else. This guy walks out of the dark, right in the middle of my video and photo bombs me. It yeah. was Johnny Morris. Yeah, well, it was his studio. Yeah, he could do that stuff. And now he jumped He jumped out from behind the camera, and he's like, yeah, but is it going to help you catch any fish? So uh, so it was cool. Had an opportunity to hang out with John I a little bit. I hope you answered that yes. I, well, I said if I'm going to be photobombed by anybody, it might as well be him. So uh, he can do that. But, well, uh, and then your trials and tribulations of getting on home uh, after that. I guess this, I guess we had a big storm last week, uh, huh? Because it, You saw it in Texas, did I, you? Yeah, I met it in Texas since I wasn't home and uh, yeah, canceled uh, my flights. And so I got to spend an extra fun-filled, action-packed day at the Double Tree in uh, Springfield, Missouri. And, uh, but I got out yesterday. Yesterday. About twelve hours of waiting yesterday. I did. I flew yesterday from uh, from Springfield to Dallas, Dallas to Phoenix, Phoenix to home. Uh, there was a gentleman. I hope he's okay. Went into a full um, seizure uh, on the plane yesterday between Phoenix and Sacramento, and there were two two doctors on board. Sep, that I tell you what, man, they came down that aisle. And it was it was business, and they went from sitting in their seat eating peanuts to uh, the back of the plane and drug this guy out and onto the floor, and 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 he walked out under his own power uh, with the paramedics, but probably not if he did not. We did not have luck of having those two doctors. Wish I knew their names, man, but they were heroes for you sure. You have any idea how disappointed I would have been if that was you and you wouldn't be here to help me? <laughs> you fill have all any these idea how disappointed I would have been? Uh, you know, to well, we're glad carry you, you made through it. This. Back with trains, You've planes, got Alan and, Fong and, in studio. You don't even need me here. That was my next introduction. <laughs> and the other one char- of these days, one <laughs> of these characters in the studio is Alan Fong with Alan Fong Outdoors from the great history at Fisherman's Warehouse. Are you going to take over so I can take the rest of the week off? No, I'm getting too old. Oh, uh, you and me both, buddy. <laughs> I was hoping I'm Alan take, fishing. Alan would take over. Yeah, <laughs> I'll meet you out there. You know, I was uh, watching all these videos, and we'll be talking to Jim Seishout here in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, from a fishing attic, but I got to tell you, when I start seeing these big crappie coming over the sides of these boats, I just got the hankering to get out yeah. there and do it. And I almost picked up the phone and asked Blanton, hey, I know you pulled boat in. When's it going to be ready? And I got smarter than that, and I figured I'm not going to ask that You're, You don't ask Mark Blanton anything the week before the Sacramento boat show. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 and ironically, you don't call him this weekend because if he knows you're home, I'll be towing a boat. you might have a trailer hitch filled early uh, and be running boats back and forth tomorrow uh, to the Sacramento boat show. But, yeah, you don't call Mark the week before the boat show. You know better than that. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, it's been one of those weeks where we've all been rolling, but you have really been covering the ground, no question about we it. We have, but it's uh it's it's that happy time of year. You know, we're here next week for the Sacramento Boat Show and uh the following week we'll uh we'll take off and go to Knoxville, Tennessee for the Bassmaster Classic and We'll come home, and then we're going to go to Long Beach for the Fred Hall Show. So. Well, there's a big show going on today. Today's the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing yeah. Show down in Orange Been County. Been getting some reports. You know, Captain uh, Captain Senior Tuna is yeah. definitely down there. We'll be checking in, in his with element. Him. And Captain Virginia Salvador is down there also. She's oh, so they the were over quota on ugly, and uh, <laughs> they brought Virginia in. That's right. They nice. had to upgrade it down there. I know those guys. I know a lot of guys working that show, Sep, so... I I know the fact that they had to bring Virginia in. Yeah, you know, I 
met Alan Fong out in the parking lot before we came up the stairs up into the studio today. And I said, I saw you on your video the other day. You look like a popsicle out there. Oh, right? It was freezing. It was 34 <laughs> degrees and, and 20 the wind was blowing. North wind. I froze. It's about 34 degrees in this KHDK studio this morning. Yeah, well, you know, this morning, know. Is only last night was only 45 degrees. It's perfect. It's getting better. So it's going to turn these fish off. It would stay in the 40s at night. It's going to happen. Oh, it'll happen. It's just a matter of time. The interesting thing is what's going on with our weather. I looked at the uh, Weather Channel this morning, as I always did before I go, not the Weather Channel, I go to their app. And it looks to me like even with the storm today, a little bit of rain tomorrow, for the next 8 to 10 days, we've got scattered Off showers, 50 60% chance of rain, a little bit of fluctuating barometer, I would bet, in there. And that's not a great thing, but no. after all of that, Katie And, and the these door. storms are still coming from Alaska. So they're going to, temperatures are going to drop. I hope it swings high. You know, maybe we get some more snow up in the mountains, but they don't need any more either. Now we've got plenty, and uh, <laughs> we can take some more because I'm sure our governor's already sold next year's water supply, <laughs> yeah. too. Hey, J.D. Ritchie, how's that living in Tahoe working out for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving around out there okay? He can't get out of his house. <laughs> he had that problem on the first storms that came down. I'm sure it's a little interesting up there. I saw some videos of uh, condominium second floor oh, yeah. windows blocked by snow <laughs> yep roofs caving in yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's crazy crazy terrible. well alan it's all about temperature right now it, yes it is as you always say they don't have calendars fish don't nope. have any calendars they go on mother nature's commands and it it's going to change there's but, no question. but you know i mean you think about all that snow in the mountains and everything that's going on and 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 it's maybe we're going to have a legitimate trout opener again Maybe we'll have, you know, we're going to have water through the summers in, in yeah, all those creeks that everybody likes to fish. And, 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 and hopefully folks can get back up in the Sierras and do some trolling step like, you know, used to do all the time. And, and uh, you know, Lake Shasta's being full. Those are houseboat trips waiting to happen. I, I sound just, like a boat rep, don't I? I just read a thing on, <laughs> I just read a thing on Engelbright. You know, yeah. I love to troll. There's no two ways about it. And they're saying, we're only trolling 15 feet deep for really nice rainbows around the houseboat. Well, I've done that kind of fishing all my right. life. And I'm ready to get up there and do that at Engelbright. A little small impoundment on the Yuba River. Super clear water, super cold water, and beautiful looking trout in there, too. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to look up before we go. I'm going to have to look up Jim's uh, video so I can find out exactly where on clear like he's fishing. He hasn't learned the bass fisherman fuzz out the background. Uh, Jim's just <laughs> throwing it out there. Yeah. Know? Jim's sitting on hold right now listening to us. Don't do that, Jim. Alan Fong has spots in the Delta, dude, where he runs to to shoot his photos <laughs> yeah, that I... you do not recognize. It just looks like the, it's a thousand miles of that crap down there, Sep, so there's, you're not going to go, I know where he is. No, you don't. I've got I've got 40 years on the Delta, and I still can't figure out where he's taking pictures at. What did I do with you in my video that Jim made a couple of weeks ago? Uh, I said, hey, where was he? Pinpoint this well, I know. Right, I told you right where he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one lake I want to get to real quick here. I'll be going up there and using my live. So me like, too, but I'm not chasing crappie. crappie. No, I know. It's well, not you know, the time of year to chase crappie. Clearly. That's one of the things we're going to be talking to Jim about is the use of his electronics. Yeah. And yeah. he's out there. He's created his no, own little device it. on the side. He moves yeah. it all the way around. He yeah. knows how far out they are and which direction they are. And, of course, if I had a live on mine, yeah. I, I would need it too. But I just can't see spending another three or 4000 to make it easier to it's, catch crop. It's not costing you 3000 Seb. It's costing you 1500 Shut up and buy it's one. It's worth and, it. And they're on sale right now if you just go to the original. Uh, yeah, but you uh, can't find them. I know. The original Active Target. <laughs> but it's um, it's really up my game. I'm telling you. Anything that fish that's suspended, 
you can um, change game you, changer. When you showed that shot of the school of crappie off to the side, and I forgot what your term was, like mega crappie or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It was just a well, solid it's just, screen. It's crazy, you know how these things work. And I can't wait to get the new one because the new one they're telling me that it'll see the fish lower to the bottom. Right and farther now, out and better clarity and farther, farther right out. Right now, if they're a foot on the bottom, you can't see them. Yeah, that's the active target two. But Correct. that's when you right. can start going back and forth and really identifying stuff through your 2D and 3D and everything else, can't you? Yeah, that's why you need multiple units up front. Yeah, six uh, of them, right? <laughs> uh, well, three at least. Um, yeah. But then you're going to need different batteries to run them all, so, uh, so And there battery are Two lithium 36s on my Ain't going to do it. Uh, you're going to need more than that. Yep. You, uh, People are finding out running these lives. I left mine on. I charged my boat every time I get back. I took the charger off two days, but I forgot to turn the breaker off the breaker on the off. live. Yeah. And in two days, I went back out. Dead. It killed that 100-amp-hour lithium. Yeah. And it doesn't charge up really easy. You just don't plug it back no. in again. No. The, you got to like, get the battery like up Like, you don't get to go level. fishing that day if you do that, <laughs> no. you know. If you can get your battery, hook up a charger to it, get it up to a certain level, then it'll kick yeah, in and go into batteries, the lithium batteries, when they go to sleep and when they die, you have to shock them to wake them up right. before they'll charge. Well, so, like, I have to tell you, with all the electronics we're running in our boats these days now. We're lucky they aren't burning. Well, we are all <laughs> now, but we are all all every one of us are carrying jump boxes in our boats I mean, you're yeah. not carrying a noco jump box or you know you go to harbor freight get a jump box i don't care but you need the biggest jump box you can get i know they're heavy i know they're clunky have you seen the little dinky ones they say yeah they don't effective? they don't like the four strokes they don't have quite enough power Breaking to crank ahead. those motors over uh you got to get a big one but uh but definitely man there a jump box is as, as important as a trolling motor in a boat these especially days especially if you're a tournament guy out there on oh, the yeah. water and you drop low you're yeah. out of luck well you can't you, you can't throw a set of jumper cables on a lithium battery so you need a jump box mm-hmm. plus a lot of guys are going 36 volt battery or 24 volt battery yeah. well you can't jump you can't boats jump. no well, that's what no. the new one's got. Like Blanton sent me the pictures of it. It's got a 36-volt Altura on the front, uh-huh. and it's got twin lithium 36s underneath. So. Yeah, you're you're going to be ready to go, and, and I'm sure Mark's going to rig that boat to uh, perfection like he, they always do for you. He did the so. last one. He went way off the deep end. I said, hey, you don't need to do this, and he goes, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do that. And he goes, only the best, Sap, only the yeah, best. Yeah, no, no, they do a great – they'll they'll do a great job on that, and – uh, and do the rigging, but I guess we should probably talk to Jim pretty soon, huh? Well, you got me all cranked up on this. <laughs> I know already. I'll, I'll, <laughs> the three of us could kill two hours just yeah, BS. No problem. I, I guarantee you, he's going to say notorious jigs, and I got to find out where I can get some too. We're going <laughs> to we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to go to Clear Lake, and we're going to not climb on board, but we're going to learn from one of the best crappie fishermen out there, Jim Seichow with Fishing Addict on YouTube. Check it all out. We'll be right back after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber 
fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Isn't it amazing how I can run over even with only one segment? Well, you heard us talking about this gentleman right now. He's one of the most accomplished crappie fishermen that I know, and he's been doing it for quite some time. He and his wife, Mon, travel all over early in the morning, late at night. They're coming back, but they go out and have great days on the water. Let's get hooked up right now with the fishing addict himself. Mr. Jim Saychild joins us live. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Seth. Well, hey, great to be here. well, it's nice to have you here. I'm just, uh, I keep watching your videos every time they come out and I am just envious with the opportunities that you and Mon have to get out there and to enjoy the great crappie fishing. Tell our listeners what you've been up to the last few weeks up at Clear Lake and just give them an idea of the action. <laughs> As you can see on the videos, it's pretty much wide open. Um, the pressure at Clear Lake Oak has been, you know, uh, there's been a lot of people there, so a lot of pressure. Um, so, therefore, it's kind of a little bit harder to catch because of all the pressure. So, I've, I've been fishing down south the past few videos. 
So and uh, you know, less pressure equals more bite. So we've been catching a lot more down there. Well, when they see your boat out there, I'm sure you're a standout on the boat. But I know that uh, sunshade hat that your wife wears out there has got to be like a flag. Hey, the Seychelles are over here. All they got to do is look for that, and they know where the crappie are in most cases. But you've got a special way of really keying in on the fish that other people don't necessarily have by using your electronics. Now, I have to also warn you, I've got Alan Fong here in the studio with us who's got every piece of Lawrence electronics that ever made, and he is a gung-ho crappie fisherman. Kent Brown wants to get up there. You know I'm going to get up there and get into it. So tell us tell us what, what you're technique is and how you find them and especially the way you turn your transducer around you do it manually uh, so the, i have the, the garmin Lightscope. um so i have a, a 12 inch screen that, that i use um i've got the older version of the Lightscope, but it still works great it's just make sure you do all the updates um so initially to find them you know i still use my the old um <laughs> My old hummingbird to find them with uh, size imaging. Then once you find the schools, you know, just say block on. Well, you see those side images out there on your locator. That gives you an idea of where they're at, how deep they're holding, and exactly. Kent's just showing up your video right now. Exactly. Yeah, he says, I know exactly where he's at. And I'm sure you do, and I'm sure everybody fishing around him did that day too because they're all wondering why they weren't catching fish. But he identifies where the school is, and then that's when you start using your auto lock and your electric trolling motor and everything to just stay on top of them, isn't it? Yeah, uh, pretty much. You know, once once you have live, it's really easy to just stay on them, face toward you know whichever way they're moving. Just use the trolling motor, follow them around. You know, I'm I'm watching Jim's video here, Seth. Yeah, and there's three guys and Mon fishing in the boat. And Mon is catching them and netting her own fish. They need to learn from you how to net your wife's fish a little bit oh, no. better. You've been doing it for, for years. <laughs> Jim is up there in front watching that locator, telling them exactly where to cast. A little further. Right? 60 right. feet, 60 feet, 30 feet. No, she was landing them and netting them all at the same time. So. And they they have done it so long. They're so smooth. <laughs> yeah, and they, organized. they move around the boat like they're dancers, you know, just... One in, one in the other, and they don't pay attention to each other, but yet they're ready to scoop his fish without even looking at it out the side of the yeah, boat. That's how how many works. years have you and your wife been fishing together? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but it's over 20 years. Yeah, well, it shows. There's no question about it. Your respect for the fish, I, I love the way you bring up those three-pounders, talk about them just fat little ladies full of eggs and put them back into the water and let them swim away. That's a wonderful thing. And then the other thing you do is you you keep the males to take them home. There's plenty of those running around out there. We just want to keep the population big and strong like it is right now. Jim, I know you fish all over. You've you've caught them up at Berryessa, too. What do you consider the four or five top crappie waters that you've fished? Well, clearly it's got to be the top. Then um, I think uh, between... Berryessa and I'd say Comanche would be the second, then um, Amador would probably be the third. Just it's big crappie time. There's no doubt about it. The Delta is also a good producer. I've seen you out in the Delta banging them too. Yeah, the, the Delta does produce, but they're not as big as um, the ones that are on the lakes. 
Well, Jim, one of the things that you guys do in the boat is you're constantly changing. If you're not getting the bite, you change the tail, you go for more of a paddle tail, or you go to those notorious lures. What are your best, what's the best offerings that you lay out there, and what would you recommend everybody show up with if they're going crappie fishing at their favorite lake? Well, the, the, pretty much the only thing that I use is um, either some kind of straight tail or paddle tail. Um, I would switch back and forth between the two, but there, it's always some kind of white um, pearl, you know, maybe with a little bit of glitter in there, but that's pretty much all, all I ever use you know, in, in any of the, uh, the videos that I have. How about the size, a two-inch standard? Um, yeah, the majority are... All the paddle tails are two inch, but uh, if it's the straight tail, it's usually about an inch and a half. And you like the lighter colors, whites, yellows, all of those? Yeah, they they work year round for me. A lot of people say, you know, change to darker colors in um, like dark, murky conditions, or but I don't know. White pearl just seems to work for me year round, so that's all I ever throw. Hey Jim, this is Alan. How you doing? I am good. How about, so, are there uh, a lot? Of, are there a lot of fish over three pounds? So far this year, um, I think the trips that I've had, I think we have four now. That's nice. So, so yeah, I'm going to head up there pretty quick. So, I might be giving you a call. <laughs> <laughs> I might just jump on your boat. Then. <laughs> hey, that's let's do it. Well, wait fun. a minute. Kent, Kent and I are going to have to go out in Kent's boat and show him how to do it, apparently, because Kent's got six locators on his uh, boat. We could probably do that. Yeah, I would think. Well, that be Is that a challenge? Hey, no. Hey, we, let's do it, huh? No, because I'll give you about two hours, and if I'm getting my tail kicked in the crappie challenge, I'm going up north with an A-rig. I know rig. where you're going. <laughs> He's going to be tossing for some big dogs out I'm there. I'm headed to State Park with an A-rig tied on. Yeah. Well, Jim, is the Notorious Jig, is that the one that you primarily use out there, or do you use others also? Yeah, I'm going to use the, the uh, Notorious Jigs. Well, I know you're very high on them. There's no question about they produce, and uh, the fact that uh, it – you can find the schools and stay with the schools is why you're getting, you know, doubles, triples, and quadruple hookups while you're out there. That ability to move around with them. How often do the schools mess with you and you lose them completely and have to go find another one? Uh, actually, quite a bit. Um, it's usually you get one one cast, you know, because they're constantly swimming. So you get one cast. And you, you still have to stay on them, you know, whether you catch a fish or not. But if you're both on fish, you can't really keep on them. So then they're, you know, they're gone by the time you land one, you release it, then you turn around, well, they're gone. Well, these out these are out there in the wide open spaces offshore. They're not hanging up in trees or brush like that, so they're not really concentrated in one particular area. They're just out there doing the same thing you are, looking for food, I would imagine. Yeah, um, I like to open. I like to fish the open waters um, mainly. Uh, there's well because clearly there's hardly any structure besides uh, boat docks. So unless it's like uh, a lot warmer, um, then they're not around any of the rock piles or um, under, up on the docks. So they're always out in the open. So that, that's where I find them. Well, folks, if you'd like to learn from one of the most accomplished crappie anglers out there, get on over to YouTube and bring up Fishing Addict. 
You can see it on your iPad, your phone, on your computer, whatever you want. I subscribe to it, so every time he and Mon are out, I get the video and I check it out just like I do Alan Fong's and everybody else's that I follow out there to stay on top of all the action. I have learned so much from Jim Seichow and his wife out there and what they're doing, the techniques they're using, and how they move that jig slowly and keep it constantly bouncing around and let it stop. All of those techniques make you a better crappie fisherman, and I don't think there's a better one than Jim and Mon Seichow out there, to be honest with you. Jim, I want to thank you for sharing with our listeners here on California Sportsman. It's always a pleasure to have you here, and one of these days we will be fishing side-by-side, my friend. I would look forward to it. Sounds good. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll see you up there. Or like you say, you know, jump on one of you guys' boat. We'll, we'll, up there. we'll <laughs> let you know when we're going. We'll get something worked out. Jim, thanks right, so Jim, much. Good luck. Folks, don't miss out. Get on over to Fishing Addict and check out the great videos they've got, and they've got them on more than just crappie fishing, too. You can see them out crabbing. You can see them doing halibut and everything else. These guys are the real deal. Jim and Mon Seichow, thanks for hooking up with us, and make sure you check out Fishing Addict, folks. It's a great site. You'll enjoy it, and you'll learn to be a better fisherman. Thanks for hooking up with us, Jim. We'll talk to you soon. Say hi to Mon for us, please. Bingo. I just pushed the wrong button, but I'm pretty adept at all that kind of action out there right now. Hey, our next guest comes to us from just down the road from my house. Let's go to him right now and hook up with a man himself from Quail Point Hunt Club and all of Hill Kennels. Mr. David Martin joins us. Good morning, David. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing today? If it got any better, it'd have perfect conditions. What do you got going out there today? Oh, man, we are sold out. We have got about 500 birds going out today. We've been doing 15, 1,600 birds a week for the last five, six weeks, and we're scheduled to do that for the next two, three weeks as well. So we've just been going crazy. Uh, the season's winding down. The birds are still coming in. We've got lots of birds, lots of plants. And uh couldn't be better, man. I've got no complaints. Well, it's not just all about bird hunting at a Quail Point Hunt Club, is it? No, no. Our sporting play season uh, kicked off last weekend. We had about 120 shooters out there in the rain. I was very thankful. It's a lot of shooters for a wet, windy day. Uh, but we had a great time. Uh, we served a good lunch and uh, and uh, had a great event. We've had a lot of variety of targets. We had some nice, easy stations, some really tough stations. We're, we're, everybody's getting ready to go to the U.S. Open in Arizona next month. And so we set up a, a course that was uh, going to get them practicing a little bit and, and getting work for that big tournament. Well, I've seen some of the courses you put out there. Some of them look a whole lot worse than difficult to me, too. But I'm not a shooter like they are. They shoot about, what, 1,000 rounds or more a month? Oh, there's a lot of guys that do at least that, yeah. We sell punch cards, 1,000 target punch cards. Some of these guys are buying two or three a month. But, uh, you know, they just there's a lot of guys that are retired that aren't really competitive that just come out, and that's how they spend their uh, their weeks with their buddies out there shooting uh, a couple days a week. They come out and do lessons with the instructors, and and uh, they all compete in the in the fun tournaments. There's not a lot of guys that take it real seriously, so uh, it's a lot of fun and, uh, you know, just a good way to get out and and have a good time. Hey, with all the rain and everything going on, obviously everything's green out there, and it's going to make the end of your season a great one, I'm sure, with, all the, with the temperatures, the water, the moisture on the grass, everything's good. What day do you end up closing? When's your last shoots this year? Well, we're going to have uh, chucker and quail till the 19th. We may go to the 26th with the quail. Uh, we'll have pheasants till uh, March 26th, no doubt. Uh, there's a good chance we're going to, we're going to hunt the first weekend or two or the first week or two of April with pheasants. Uh, a couple of farms are getting a good count on what they have left and they're all calling and, 
there's plenty of extra birds to be had this year. So we might, we're going to go to the end of March for sure. We may go a week or two in April. We'll make decisions based on the bird quality and the conditions and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, most of the big storms hopefully might be behind us a little bit. We've got some trickling in showers during the next week or two, which wouldn't be bad out there at all. But it looks like yeah. things are kind of clearing up. Should take you right through to a great end of the year. Folks, if you haven't been out there yet, it's a great time to get out there and enjoy it. And think of your dog, for God's sakes. That dog needs to go out and have a lot of fun, too. That's what it's all about. Speaking of dogs, what do you got in the kennels, David? Well, right now we've got a, uh, a litter of Griffon puppies on the way. They're due to be born April 13th. Um, we'll see how we've had two or three confirmed breedings. And so we'll just wait to see how many puppies she has and uh, how many uh, people we need to call, and we'll go from there. But there's room on the list. Uh, you can call in. There's no deposit, so you don't have to – commit to anything we'll just commit you to a phone call once the puppies are born to see if you're still interested well i know jd richie got a the same dog and he is absolutely thrilled with his so it's a wonderful dog a great hunting dog too well david uh, quail point hunt club is known for uh, being the best place to go hunting for one good reason they're never someplace you've always got some place to shoot and something to shoot at whether it's birds out in the field or whether it's the sporting clays or just the targets you become a better shooter by getting out to Quail Point. And, folks, now is the time to get out there. you got a great end-of-season time coming up right now. The weather's improving for us. Not as many storms. There'll probably be a little bit of wind along the way, but you will have a blast. David, tell them how they can find out more about all of Hill Kennels and Quail Point. Yeah, you can go to uh, quailpoint.com and check everything out, or you can call us at 530 530- Seven three five six two one seven. We're glad to talk to answer all your questions. All right, David, you have a great one. Thanks for hooking up with us today. We always appreciate it, my friend. Take care. You got it, guys. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. David Martin out of Quail Point Hunt Club. Folks, if you want to get a hunt in, now's your chance. Give them a call out there and get booked for a hunt, either during the week or on the weekend. I know they're busy on the weekends, too. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's RVs and destinations. And right after that, Alan Fong Outdoors joins us live in the studio. We'll be kicking it around on what's going on and what's going to happen with the weather changes that we're hopefully going to experience. We'll be right back. It's finally back. One ticket, two huge shows. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show return to Cal Expo March 9th through the 12th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for water, trail, road, and more. Plus, motorcycles and ATVs, too. And boaters, you'll find all of the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabouts, cruisers, pond Tune boats, personal watercraft, and a huge selection of fishing boats and loads of boating accessories. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. Starts March 9th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit twohugeshows.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at BodegaTackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Right. 
the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. You know, taking your new RV out for the very first time can be a little intimidating. It may seem like there's simply too much to remember. But don't worry, the list of things that scare you will shrink after time with a little knowledge and experience. For your first time, these tips are going to help you make the most of your campground stay. First of all, don't even think about leaving without some advanced planning. The best thing you can do to ensure the smooth camping trip is to plan it all in advance. More and more people are enjoying RV travel, making campground reservations even more important, just like your fishing and angling reservations that need to be made too. If you're planning a visit to a first-come, first-served campground, you'll want to do a little research to determine the best time to show up in order to snag a site. It's always a good idea to touch base with the campground office the day before you head out on your trip to verify your reservation or verify what time that you can check in. Even if you plan to arrive early, something unexpected could happen and you don't want to roll up to a locked gate after a long day's drive. You know, it's really important to learn your rig too. Practice using your RV systems before you leave home. This includes the landing gear, the levelers, slide outs, as well as the hitching and unhitching of trailers if necessary. But don't forget driving and parking practice too, especially backing up. We've arrived at campgrounds with pull-through site reservations to find that there was a mix-up and we had to back in. If you're a newbie, you don't want to back a big RV too far without a little practice. So check it out. And the other thing to check out is to have a checklist. While you're practicing with your rig, make a checklist for packing, arrivals, and departures. You don't need a lot of gear. You don't need to enjoy everything you own to have a great camping trip, but you'll need some essentials. Create a checklist of some items 
setting up the RV at the campground, you'll want to include things like deploy the jacks or the levelers, chalk the wheels, plug in the power, connect the water and sewer, turn on the air conditioner if needed, open the sides, turn on the water heater, turn on the LP gas. This itemized checklist will help you go much more smoothly into your campsite and with a lot more confidence. You can also use that list of everything in reverse when you're departing to make sure everything's taken care of. And one last thing, campground etiquette. Remember, even though you can't, might not be able to see your neighbors in the campground, they aren't that far away. Be mindful of when you're playing music or watching TV outside or telling stories around the campfire. Most importantly, observe the quiet hours. It's usually found on a sign or during check-in and usually around 9 or 10 at night. Everything should start quieting down. Should start quieting down. Yeah, like I said, it should start quieting down, but it doesn't also. If you're on top of your game, maybe your neighbors will be on top of their game too. Just be prepared when you head out for your first time. And you know what? Maybe your second, third, and fourth time too. That's your tips for the week from California Sportsman. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The -the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we make better sounds when you push the microphone, Seth. Push the on button, and it makes it easy to communicate to the audience that way. Hey, you know, uh, we've got Alan. Well, what are we doing? Talk to me. I don't care. Music. Play it. Fishing is fun, <laughs> but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Alan Fong must be live in the studio today. Yep. Damn, first I gotta, Saturday. I got to get me some intro music. <laughs> That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. We're going to work up a little intro for him for his YouTube channel that seems to be booming along. You're climbing up the ranks on that, buddy. Yeah. You're well over 7,000 now. Yeah, it's climbing up. You know, it's still the views are 10 times more than subscribers. Well, everybody I don't wants, know what's going on. Everybody <laughs> wants to look. Everybody wants to see it, but they don't know if they want to hear it all the time because they've got so many other things that they've got in their favorite list yeah. or their subscription list. Start throwing away some of the crap you don't pay attention to, folks. Yeah, but, you know, they don't count the views unless they watch 30% of it. So they're watching a, a good part of the videos, but they're not subscribing. Come on, guys. Help yep. me out. Subscriptions. You know, hey, let's just be flat They're honest. Free. Alan makes money off of it, but it doesn't cost you a dime. No, nope, so it's free. Definitely get signed up, get on there, get subscription to it or a prescription if you call it that yourself. Yeah, and, it'll help me. It yeah. Yeah, Alan's struggling. He's going day yeah. to day. We're trying to make sure he has doesn't have to get food stamps or anything. Yes, yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a great channel and the the neat thing about it is it's current 
and it's informative. And you were freezing yep. your butt off in one just the other day. Last I, week, yes, last Wednesday I went out. It was 34 in the morning, blowing 20 mile hour north wind. I was cold. Delta Bass. You <laughs> look like, you know, Alan, they make down jackets. Oh, I had plenty of my hands and my feet get cold. Have you gone to those electric jackets yet? Have you have no, you done that I'm yet? Not that, not that old. old. But they, no, man, <laughs> he I keeps get, looking at me like I'm old. I know some bass fishermen <laughs> that that are using these those electric jackets, electric vests. Yeah, Scott see Green is one of them. Really? Yep, yes. Yeah, cold I, I see him. You know, yeah. Denise always has electric hands, electric gloves, electric everything. Her lithium battery runs dead. You got to jump her with a noco box. Yeah. yeah, and poor Alan's out there freezing to death. Yeah, no, well, you know she actually gives me hand warmers. So you know she's looking gotta, out. Got to take care of the old man. Obviously. That's a you know, and and you could go into any outdoor store and they sell those things in the you know the ten pack now. Yeah, you just buy them and put them in your boat. You don't know when yep. you're ever going to need them. And when they you do help. that, when you do that, or put them in your console on your truck, yeah. you never use them. I they're know. sitting there for eight, ten years. But, you move them into your next good. truck. They're oh, still yeah. good. Oh, they good. definitely work. You know when it got when it gets cold like that, you got to stay warm. Otherwise, you know you're going to want to just go home. They've got some new ones, yeah. hand warmers now that are out there that you actually plug into your USB port and it charges. It's all electrical. Yeah, her, Denise does. And I <laughs> bought one for Maryland. It is fantastic, yeah. and yeah, it'll burn your pocket. I mean, those you, little, yeah, they get hot. Those little shake them up hand warmers. You put them in your boots. Yeah, they you work. Know, they work pretty good there, and you know, put them, put them, uh, put them in your, you know, your pocket so you can at least warm your hands up so you can feel yep. tie a knot and all that other fun stuff. Yeah, but or you know, the stay Delta, the hell home when it's that cold. The, one of the two. You know, the Delta. It's you know, guys. It's the other day when I went out, the water temperature was forty three degrees. Yeah. The week before I started out, it was forty nine in the morning, and you know, I got on to a good bite. I'm catching a lot of nice fish, you know, on chatter baits, largemouth, These are largemouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm up north. Yeah. And um, when I went out last Wednesday, I got three bites. The week before, I had fifteen bites, put twelve in the boat. I had twenty pounds, but the other day, it just you know, the water temperature drops. But I think these fish are staging because i'm catching a lot of them where they're real close to their spawning areas and they're not going to move you know they're still there um my brother went there the other day he got one about seven but those fish are once in the pre-spawn fish move up I, it takes a lot to make them move down they might get a little bit more locked jaw. you just have to fish slower when they go they'll stay they are these, stay yeah are these they just, just claiming that area for this yeah, yeah, they're not even doing they, that yet i they, mean they'll stay there yeah they know. know they're going there and that's kind of where they're at. Yeah. Um, and it, and it when they make the move, they'll stay. Yeah. Where the we're spawn like, gets closer, they'll get more and more mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. And you know the and even when the water temperature the other, last week got up to fifty four, and then this week it only got up to forty nine. I only got three bites, but I didn't stay out there. I only stayed there till about one o'clock because I was it was just wind. It got windier and windier and windier, and I said this is insane. And then I had to get back and put the boat on the trailer, and the consumers and the Macaulay was coming down so hard, I was scared Warren's going to take my boat into the dock. And yeah. then, you know, it's just I'd be afraid of that now. every day with Warren. So, yeah. so the center of Delta area, Alan, it, and I haven't been down there, but did it get enough of a flushing that we got rid of a lot of the weeds and hyacinths and yes. pe- pennywort and all that stuff so that we can go back to – Fishing sparse toolies uh, in another it's month. It's got and, cleaned up a lot. Yeah. And, you know, overall census, because I get a lot of info from everybody, it's, uh, Delta's been slow. You know, I mean, it's really slow. It's yeah. really slow. And I think these tournaments coming up, I think 
like this morning when I got in my truck this morning, it was 45 degrees. This is the kind of weather we need. Get that temp- nighttime temperature in the 40s and then get it up in the 70s in the daytime, and I think all hell is going to break loose. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, and you know, the Toyota Series is coming up here in about three weeks down on the oh, Delta. it to be red hot. It should be. You know, it, it's going to go from taking, you know, eight to 14 pounds to win. You might you might see some 30-pound bags again. But, you know, the thing, key thing is, like, all your Delta rats are out there right now are struggling. The big time. Struggling. So yeah. when it pops open, I think it's going to be more open, more you're going to see – different faces in there because uh-huh. you know someone's going to stumble onto them yeah somebody's going to roll up in the back of a dead end slew yeah. or they're going to roll up on a flat you can and go you know i've boat. been fishing down there all my life and i'm going to put up some of these places and i go where the weeds go right you know i got my live that thing's been really up my game because i could ask warren he'll say you know it's really up to your game but it's killed mine because <laughs> you're catching all the fish it's yeah. because i could put it right on the edge you know and i'm fishing productive water the whole time another three weeks so i wouldn't mind uh tying on a black and blue jig and and getting on some rock oh, yeah. banks and, and right go now. flipping like the old days yeah, you guys are right talking you guys are yeah. talking over something that's going to be happening probably about the same time that's a great striper <laughs> fishing should be busted oh yeah here. it's going to happen too all yeah. about the same time yeah yeah so the problem is you know what do you go do you know i'm going to go try to catch some big strippers this year so i need to get it on video where i'm in those don't use any sh- don't use any swivels Two to three feet of water. Are those the chatterbait fish you're going to go to try to catch? No, these are Boy, ones that big um, swim baits. Big swim baits and yeah. in two to three feet of water. Yeah. And you know that video that that short I did on the swivel, right? We had a ton of views. It was unbelievable. I've had it happen to me. I caught a huge brown trout. Put on an interlock snap so I'd <laughs> yeah. never have to worry about little dinky one. Yeah. Straightens them out, tears yeah, them will. apart. Most of those import swivels are crap yeah. anyway yep. you need to buy high quality swivels if you caught your personal best and you lose it because of a swivel yep. alan don't fong, is, a, alan fong <laughs> has already told you to tie direct yep. period well you know with a swivel you could catch all the mid-sized fish you know 10 pound stripers and have no problem but you hook the biggest one of your life 40 plus and something's going to happen. Even five-pounders undo some of the yeah, swivels out there. Just twisting yeah, around will. next to the boat. They'll yeah. unhook, and you'll bring it. Oh, look, the swivel was undone, but I still <laughs> got them in the boat by luck. Yeah, I learned my lesson a long time ago, so I always retie. Plus, it always makes me retie, you know, instead of not I – mean, I always check it anyway, but after I catch three or four fish, I always retie. Yeah. Well, we've got so many things that we could cover with you in here. We need to have about an hour. But what was that yeah. knot you had in the thing the other last night in the video I watched? Some uh, little dinky knot. What was that? An alien knot or something? No, it's when I I do two kind of knot basically. When I splice lines, you know, braid the floral, I use an albero knot. And albero. Then when, and then when I tie my lures, no matter I'm using braid, floral, carbon mono, I tie the double trialing knot. Because you don't want them to fail, correct? These don't fail. <laughs> I lay on. I'm crazy when it. Before braid ever came in, I used to break lines. My problem when I was flipping, 25 pound test, I'd break it. You know, I just have that. Because you were out of control. I have a snap on my wrist. You've got a little out of control hook (laughs) set you always have. Yeah, I know. You need to get a little more in control. Yeah, I I know. You'd think that I'd spent some time in the boat with D. Thomas, huh? Son, you're out of control. Yeah. (laughs) Folks, you're going to get out of control if you don't get out striper fishing. And black bass fishing. It's all going it, to happen real quick. It's going to happen that probably with the next good moon that comes out there, things are going to start changing. Stripers are going to start moving if they haven't already in some cases. It's going to happen.
Yes, One of the will. ways you can stay on top of all the information is by going to Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. Tell them when they come out. So I'll be back on schedule here pretty quick where I do my learn videos on Monday, and then my reports will be coming out on Thursdays. Every Thursday I do a report religiously. I talk to all the guides and friends and customers, and I go out on the water a lot myself. Make sure you subscribe to it. It's free. Just click on it. It'll be sitting there for you the next time you pick up your iPad, your phone, or turn on your computer. Alan, thanks for sharing with us. We appreciate it. All right, quick break right now. When we come back, Mike Ogney is going to talk salmon season with about 20 question marks after it, right after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? It's finally back. One ticket, two huge shows. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show return to Cal Expo March 9th through the 12th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for water, trail, road, and more. Plus, motorcycles and ATVs, too. And boaters, you'll find all of the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabouts, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, and a huge selection of fishing boats and loads of boating accessories. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. Starts March 9th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit twohugeshows.com. Leader Marine Electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive prices. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good, Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning from uh, Brookings, Oregon. Up steelhead fishing, I understand, this morning. 
Yeah, we have had a good couple of days. We fished the Checo two days ago and found some really nice conditions. Most rivers are out and high and muddy, but we uh, were on the Checo. Probably had uh, two and a half feet of visibility, and we went. Uh, we got two to the boat, hooked four, lost a nice one, and then we uh, mixed it up yesterday. Jumped down to the Klamath River. The guy pulled uh, his jet sled out of mothballs and. We ran way up river. We chased around, and we caught just a, just a load of half pounders. I think between the between the four of us fishermen, six on the boat total, we had uh, ten to twelve uh, half pounders each, and a few nice adults up to about eight pounds. Nothing huge, but just out bald eagles hunting uh, hunting ducks. That was a, a great sight to uh, to us see, and just. Uh, Foxes and otters and everything else. Just a, a fun little boys getaway here. Michael, what are we hearing about salmon? I know I've got every bulletin in the world, including one that came in today. The leadership of Pacific Coast Fisheries and Fishermen's Association, the Golden Gate Fishermen's Association, Northern California Guides are all calling for an immediate closure of the 2023 salmon season, requiring the governor and the state legislature and state agencies to seek federal and state disaster assistance funding for affected ocean inland commercial operators. When they say commercial, is it sport fishing too? It's gonna, it's, it is going to – no, sport fishermen will never get disaster aid. The people within the industry, charter boat operators and commercial boats, are going to be wanting disaster relief. But people have to understand, okay, the – the fish have really been hammered by drought, but what's really hammered them is our state and federal government pumping all the water out of, out of the rivers. That is what is truly causing this whole disaster. The fish can do fine on their own, but we just screw them over so bad by overpumping our, our rivers. And this announcement that uh, Newsom came out with two weeks ago declaring an emergency and cutting off salmon flows right now all the baby salmon are migrating out to the ocean and when you cut the flows off during these storms it's these storms that push them out to the ocean well they just get diverted down into the pumps and it just makes it worse and we're looking at numbers Seth. that you know if the fall run becomes endangered you get an endangered listing on more of these fish it's going to mean less water for farmers so let's get the problem solved and get the politicians out of it and get the scientists involved, and let's get this fishery recovered. It's not rocket science. Well, listen to this paragraph also here from uh, this letter I was reading. It says uh, the Department of Fish and Wildlife held their annual preseason briefing and reported some of the worst fisheries numbers in the history of the state. These numbers follow years of drought. Now, here's the truth. Poor water management decisions by federal and state managers, occasional failures to meet hatchery egg mitigation goals, inaccurate season modeling, and the inability of fisheries managers to meet their own mandated escape goals. That's what's really going on. And it has a lot to do with agencies not working together, not allowing water to go out at the right temperatures to keep these eggs alive in the rivers, and to supply them enough water to move them through the system, the Bay Delta Estuary, and out into the ocean for growth. It's absolutely amazing. Now, Mike, my big concern here right now is it's, everything's up in arms. Everybody's calling for let's let's cancel the seasons. Let's let's take care of the salmon. But we've got a governor. Let's who, remedies. 
the governor is saying, let's remove all these endangered species things because we need to change some water around. They're canceling some um, endangered species things that they would have to do if they were listed. But now a gentleman has filed that they list these king salmon, the fall run, as endangered or threatened. And everybody's saying, oh, they'll never do that. If not now... What would it take to get it listed, threatened, or endangered? My God. And the government here in California seems to not want to do anything except keep saying. 